0: Uh, we've been talking about Parramatta's pre-season. Uh, we all want to find out first and foremost, Shawnee, if he is back, uh, just like Cam Munster and Jerome Hughes at Melbourne Storm. Uh, a couple of uh, a teammate of his during an epic series, uh, Pacific Nations Series win for New Zealand. Uh, Dill, thanks for joining us, brother.
1: What's up, boys? How are we?
0: Good, mate. How are you in particular? How are you? So, um, like I mentioned, a couple of things there. Uh, just coming off a very successful uh, Kiwis campaign, uh, knocking off Australia in the final over in uh, over in Waikato. Uh, how was that, brother?
1: Yeah, look, bro, it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, any sort of success against Australia is, is um, pretty cool, and um, we knew we knew we could get the job done, and it took us it took us two games to do that. But um, you know, we're pretty stoked, and uh, bro, it's a good feeling at the end of the year.
2: After that first game, deal when you played the Aussies, I think it was down in Melbourne. Was that a bit of a ruse from uh, from the Kiwi boys and the, and the Kiwi coaching staff to sort of you know not go 100 percent? They obviously didn't get the win, but then fronted up. Um, a week later, on home soil, where and I know not many people gave you a chance um, to to keep that game close, let alone win. But you turned up, um, and obviously know we know the scoreline, how it finished a resounding victory of the Kiwis. Was the uh, was that first game a bit of a ruse, and were you going in confident, uh, thinking you're going to be able to knock off the uh, the Aussies?
1: Well, I think you're spot on, eh? Like, um, I think the one thing we realised from that game is we could learn a lot. Um, you know, we played not to our not to our best, and Australia played a pretty unreal game that game. So um, for us to just you know go back through the week and actually understand that we didn't play our best, and there's heaps much more to give us or for us to give, was um, it was a pretty good feeling. And um, yeah, that's what gave us confidence going into the next game. And um, yeah, look, we didn't expect thirty nil, but and you know, give them a good challenge.
0: Speaking of the the transition from the two games. Obviously a big part of that is uh is Madge uh, Michael Maguire um he's been a part of the camp for feels about five or six years now, Dill. Um, and you would have been on uh, underneath him for the majority of that time. Uh, he's officially stood down and all the rumors are that he's going to be taken over New South Wales. Tell us a bit a little bit about Madge, um, what he's done for New Zealand Rugby League uh, and you know what sort of relationship you had with with him in the camp and and obviously must be a little bit sad because you know just coming off a really successful com- campaign and 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 now he's going to move on.
1: Yeah, it's an opportunity you know that Magic always wanted. You know it's, um, you know it's the top of the top. You know, being an Origin coach and um, look, there's no there's no hard feelings there. We <clears throat> we had a discussion about that. Um, he had the opportunity to go and do that, uh, but he put his full his full attention into us for, like you said, five six years. And um, he's always been passionate. He's never just dipped his toe, and he's always understood. Um, he's always actually really tried to get into the Kiwi culture. I don't know if many people knew, but he actually went over a week before um, and indulged himself in the culture. You know, he went to samarais, he went to villages, he understood, it. went and learnt about, you know, the Māori language and whatnot. So, that um, just shows the, the respect he has for New Zealand and um, I think that shows in his coaching too. So, um, I'm happy for him, mate. Like, he's he's gone and made that decision and there's no hard feelings there. But, um, yeah, we appreciate everything he's done for us.
2: Just on Madge, he's pretty famous for a uh, for a spray. Uh, saw a few of those <laughs> in the uh, in the doco when he was at uh, when he was at West. Did you were, were you ever on the receiving end of, uh, of of a famous Madge spray deal, or is there uh, any of the other boys uh, ever cop one? I
1: I've seen him blow up like in the
2: sheds and stuff. He does some wicked ones. He like
1: I said, he's pretty passionate. Um, it's pretty hard to hold back. It seems for him, you know, when he's got something to say. But um, <laughs> I, I, he can change from like one. Like zero to one hundred, real quick, hey. So it's always unexpected, and it's always pretty funny. But um, <laughs> uh, he he definitely gives it to you. Um, he knows how to challenge you when you need to. Um, but yeah, no, nah, he's a, he's just a passionate coach.
0: Speaking of passionate coaches and a little angry, man, how's me little mate, Brad Arthur? <laughs> uh, and have you uh, have you been back in to see the boys with the, for the run home at SEN? Uh, Fletch and Joel have been talking about the boys training the house down. Um, I, I text Gutho early in the week. I think they had an army camp. Um, have you had a chance to get back in and, and see the boys at Parramatta yet? Obviously, a big season coming up to to Dill. Yeah, actually, I was due back... Um...
1: I was due back Monday, oh, Wednesday. But so I got a call from Brad and he said, there's um, a camp um, <laughs> is it camp on Thursday. I think you should come in like, you know, start of the week and, you know, get some training done before that. So I'm sitting there winging out the whole time. Eh? Like, <laughs> yeah. Got to get in there, body's got to get ready and all that. But we had a pretty tough week. And then um, the camp actually only ended up, we went into the team room and there was just a, a laptop and it said, push this button when you're, um, push this button at 10.55 so all the players are in there wigging out as you as you can imagine and then this big um <laughs> this big thing pops up and it's like wiseman's in be there 12 30 don't be late and it's just photos of all the boys having beers oh nice <laughs> so, we're like, so we're like what the f-? anyways we head up there we got there and we started having a few beers of lunch um, and we're all pretty edgy, or pretty edgy, you know. Like we don't know what's going on. Like, were they trying to like get us wasted before we go? You know, go on a massive um, hike or something. But no, nah, it ended up not being too bad. They just, we, they took us over, and we spoke a bit about um, the eels, what it meant to us. While but we're, we're staying in this like little ski resort thing. Yep. It was pretty pretty low maintenance. There's a few tents out The boys had to um, sleep in tents. No no uh, mattresses. Um, we had to keep a fire going the whole time. Like there was a few rules and whatnot, but yeah, it was nothing crazy. So, no, we're pretty and to uh, away with that.
2: Talk us through your off-season because yours has probably been a little bit different to to a few others. Deal, obviously, the finals, but then so you get a break after that. But then you have to obviously front back up for the Kiwis. Just talk us through sort of what you know. Did you have some time off immediately? Did you travel anywhere? And then how's it been getting back into it?
1: Yeah, obviously a um, year to forget. So, uh, well, not forget year to learn from. Um, so, I uh, I actually spent quite a lot of time in Sydney. Uh, we went over to Bali for a bit, as you do. It's just so easy to head over there with some mates and relax, get away from footy. And then, um, yeah, like you said, I had to come straight back into Kiwi. So, it's a little bit hard to go from, you know, training all the time, playing to holiday and then back into international footy. But, um, yeah, now we've got it done.
0: Yeah, so many uh, changes the year before, too, Dilroy. Yeah. You have the, the draw at the start of the year. Obviously, a couple of players, in particular, Maddo misses some games early on in the year, and then there were a few injuries. So it is a, it is a year to learn from. A uh, few Parramatta fans, I'm sure, are listening in. Must be excited about a big 2024. Um, great signs for you getting back in so early. Because I know that you boys, um, you, you didn't mention it, but like when you play test footy, you get given a little bit more time off. So for you to be coming In so early uh, in the preseason, when you're probably due back in January, sort of sort of shows um, what sort of mindset you're in for
1: 2024. Our team, our team can do some good things. There, I really believe that, and uh, I'm 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 really excited. We got um got the old Morgan Harper and Kamatua Langi here now too, so uh, two good boys that are already ripping in at training, and I can't wait. Eh.
0: All right. Well, the best deal. Thanks for calling in, brother. and you know, being a being an ex Parramatta Eels player, I'm always sort of rooting for you guys between you and uh, between you and Manly. So, looking for a big bounce back season next year, brother. Thanks <laughs> a love, boys. Appreciate it. Cheers, Dill.